Sunday pour back Thursday night by the time you guys are hearing this. It'll be a football Friday. Uh, speaking of football, we are sitting here at the half. Bills leading the Bucks 17-10 on Amazon Prime. Where shall we start? This is uh, that weird part of the year. One of the weird parts of the year where it's there's just a kind of a lull in the action. We only have Thursday night football. Baseball is off till tomorrow. Uh, World Series will start. How excited are you for the World Series this year? Rangers, Diamondbacks, the Snakes, and the Cowboys. Uh, I kind of wish it started tonight. I know it's football. Are they that scared to go up against football yeah, that they, they're doing Friday, Saturday night? Absolutely. They're Absolutely. such pussies. Baseball is such pussies. Yeah, yeah, but they're terrified. They know. They 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 know. They if they they'll lose. Like if this if, they, if this game's a blowout, it'll still do better numbers than a World Series game, especially Rangers Diamondbacks. Rangers Diamondbacks doesn't get terrible ratings. Don't they know it's Bears Chargers Sunday night? I mean, if there's ever a Sunday night, we can use a baseball <laughs> game. I don't think. I feel like the NFL is just such a juggernaut. And I mean, again. I they're they're not gonna get they're gonna get terrible numbers. We're gonna, we're gonna hear next week about how these are the worst numbers since well, I don't know what World Series. Oh God, that's a good. Uh, we should predict that right now. Worst numbers since. <laughs> yeah, I right. think one where there was like small market teams in there. Uh, no Chicago team, no Boston team, no New York team. Rangers, Rangers, Cardinals, Rangers, Giants. Those are big teams, though. I don't even know where we're going to have to go back to. Cleveland Indians, Marlins? No. Have to go back that far? I, I went for Giants, Royals. I don't know. Oh, seven game series. Giants, Tigers. It's a sweep. That probably didn't do great numbers. Philly, Tampa is probably okay. Wow. White Sox, Astros. That was Chicago's big market. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I, I mean, the World Series never does great numbers. I don't think. Well, it's, yeah, it's a regional sport, so I mean, yeah. it, it never really. I, I think is it if if you get a big series and you get a uh, game six and a game seven, it's got a chance to gain some steam. Yeah, but for the most part, no, it, it never does. It's just not a national sport anymore. Yeah, I, I'm. I wonder. I, I bet it's. I bet it's within the past twenty years that there's one that it's the, that they have. It's, it's going to be close. That'll do worse. That'll do worse than this one. I uh, maybe close. I don't know if it'll do worse. This is going to be the worst one, I think, in a while. This will be the worst you, one. I, right. I think there'll be something close, but I think this is almost definitely going to be as bad as any. Although I guess Rangers never winning one before that might be that might spark a little bit of interest, but like nobody cares about the Rangers. No one cares. It's not like. Red Sox or Cubs. Right, right. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was thinking, I'm like, as game six and seven were playing out, like how mad are you if you're a Phillies fan in Philly and you run into a Diamondbacks fan? Like you're like bleeding Phillies colors since you were three years old. You're yeah. you know, 47 years old or something. And here comes a Diamondbacks fan who the franchise isn't even as old as you. Yeah, I got to say, once the Rangers – advanced on was that monday night like we were recording during it right once the rangers rec- um 
pushed through on Monday night and won. Yep. Uh, I was all for Rangers Diamondbacks. <laughs> I, I, I was wow. all for it. Why is that? I, I think I th- and I, I mean everyone's been doubting the Diamondbacks this whole run, myself included. I'll put my hand up, but um, I just feel like the Diamondbacks would have been like fish food. The, the Astros would have fed on them. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. This, and yeah, I feel this, like I feel like the Phillies would have led to a better series. You would have had a rematch of last year, with a little history there, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe bad blood, just a better storyline. Yep. Once the Rangers moved on, I was fine with Rangers Diamondbacks. Um, I've never been to Philadelphia uh, ever, like at all. Like nah, not for a sports game, just never been like cheesesteaks, never been Rocky never. Steps, nothing. Not never. It's wow. it's on it's on the list. I'm not calling it call it bucket list because I mean it's Philly. Philly, like, yeah. It, <laughs> it's on it's on the list of things I'd I'd like to go there for maybe a day and hit all those spots. Yeah, sure. Uh, I like yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see the ballpark. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be Yankee necessarily, but um, there's something about that city that just it breeds. Um, they are the mo- they may be the most confident fans or confident fan base that really doesn't have the right to be. Hmm. I mean, city of brotherly love is a city of, of brotherly close, but no cigar. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, between the e- and Eagles do have a Super Bowl, I guess in the last five years, but you, know, you think with the flyer, what was that? The seventies when they won yeah, the, yeah, six, the broad street bullies as them, right? When you're going on 50 years of the Flyers, yeah. the, the Sixers trust. We've been trusting the process for a decade. Uh, yeah, he, the uh, process you know, is going to restart at some point. Yeah, they haven't won since Dr. J yep. in, as an '83 against the Lakers. And then you have the Phillies in '08. Yep, you know that was their lone championship in the last 40 years since Schmidt. And then you have the, the Eagles with their one Super Bowl five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh... They've been, yeah, they've, been knocking on the, they've been knocking on they, the doorstep now for, for years, like sports-wise. If they feel like they've been like on the rise, like what? not model, like not model city, but like the just the way they they're they're very loud and brash and, and they really just haven't backed it up with enough championships. I had heard well, I'm curious they're loud and brash, but I mean what what makes you think that that means they're confident? Like, are they confident, or are they just kind of – that's how they gear up for failure every time. Like, they know it's coming. It happens all the time. Well, I don't think they have that anymore. I think Nick Foles may have poisoned them. Wow, okay. <laughs> he, he gave okay. them a little bit of irrational confidence, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. But I think okay. – they didn't They didn't think they were losing six and seven to Arizona. At home, no. I, and, and that's the one thing I'd heard about Philly, with Phillies this year was, like, what a great crowd they have. Which yes. is a crazy thing to hear about the about any Philadelphia team. They've never been known as quote unquote great fans. Loyal fans, yes, but great fans has never been how they've been talked about because they've been assholes and monsters and general terrible human beings, you know, th- since they were throwing snowballs or whatever at Santa Claus years Food ago. Mike, food Michael Irvin when he was paralyzed for a minute. Well, not everything was terrible, I guess, but <laughs> uh, but I mean, they're yeah, they just they've just, they've been known as kind of a bully group of fans, and now it's like they're these lovable fans. That was bizarre to me. 
like oh they're singing when Bryson Stott comes up or whoever it was that had their had the song. Yeah, doing the AO thing like they they cheered Trey Turner and and June was, or whatever it was. That, that was bizarre. That was actually one of those moves that almost like turned me on him. I'm like that's like I can't imagine doing that. It's brilliant though to have this guy who they need and he and he played great yeah. after that. He played maybe not immediately, but he had a great mm-hmm. second half. Trey. So yeah, they, he was struggling. He's batting. I don't know what buck eighty or buck ninety or maybe I don't know two ten. I have no idea what it was. But then they give him a standing ovation. Like all right, Trey, you know we're with you. So, but I mean they're also in the World Series last year, so it's not like they've had year. It might have been different if they had years of failure coming up short. You know, last year they made a great run to the World Series. You know, yeah, they've, they've had success and they were having success even without like Reese Hoskins got hurt in spring tra- training and they figured it out. They had another great season. I think that the Trey Turner uh, example, the tra- what happened with Trey Turner is another reason why I'm glad they didn't go back to because I just. All right, you chaired him, and he had a and he had a good second half or whatever. But like, zero for eight in game six and seven. So you can only take you know you can only take a guy so far. And I heard they were killing him on sports, you know, on talk radio on uh, whenever it was Wednesday morning. So par for the course with Philly. Yeah, yeah that just, was all an act. I I just can't take regular talk like local talk radio seriously ever. I just can't do it. That it's they have to they have to have instant reactions they have to stir the pot they got to get phone calls and all that kind of shit like it's all such well, a hack. Well, I don't it's know if, I don't know if it was the host I don't know if it was the hosts. Oh, the the fans who call in are even worse. So there you go. I mean, the fans who call in are irrational and dumb and generally clueless. Was talk radio always like that though? Uh, host wise, the callers yes, definitely callers, but hosts. No, I think some hosts were more thoughtful than others, for sure. Some hosts put more effort into what their, if you want to say the word take, I don't know if it was always about takes, but it was put more thought into what their opinion was, and it wasn't taking pot shots at guys. If they had to take a shot, they take a shot. But now it's just, it's all fire and brimstone. and. Well, yeah, as the as the world changed, talk radio suffered yeah. because to talk radio now it's about giving a hot take and yeah. going viral and it's just like that was never what it was supposed to be it was just I, supposed to be about talking sports like two normal dudes not that we can like compare to it but like, i feel like that that would go totally get we, we get fucking pissed sometimes and we go bananas sometimes about the yanks especially but i don't feel like we do that because like we want to make it interesting it's just because we're fucking pissed <laughs> <laughs> I think usually right. it comes from a place of actually being angry. And All right, not, correct. Yeah. And not uh you know, just looking to shock each other or anybody's listening. Yeah, it's 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 talk radio has never been more hyperbolic. I think what they, they did was is they they tried to follow the um hyperbolic out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. That was pretty good. You got a word of the day calendar over there? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I should have a word of the day. I, there's some words I hear, and I, I can't wait to use them. But I, it's it's tough tough to work them in in the conversations I have, though. Especially if you've never said it out loud before, it makes it extra difficult. It's a hard it's a hard word to, to get out sometimes. Because you've never actually I've, 
Oh, because because you got hyperbole. Oh, hyperbole. And hyperbolic. Yeah. It's like right. the two very different sounding. No, you know that I mean? was you got you can really trip on it sometimes. That was really smooth. I I handled that. Like <laughs> <laughs> see any midday host on any station do that do it that smoothly. Oh, midday, yeah. Um, but they, <laughs> but they've they've uh, like the Stephen A. shows and like the, the Skip Bayless shows have have poisoned talk radio because they feel like because those shows get ratings, now yeah. those shows have to follow that model. And it's like, uh, is that really what they're teaching these guys? Yes. That's yes, horrible. Is. That's yeah. so that's that's disgusting. Like the midday show on the fan right now is so bad. And it's two guys I want to like, but it's it's just such a bad show. And I I hate listening to it at work just because it's you know I just put it on. It's easy easy listening. What is it? It sounds like it's really getting your blood boiling. Well, it's something. It's mindless listening. I should say maybe not easy. It's just background music. It's like some people listen to the ocean, put your ear up to a seashell. I listen to talk radio. You just like hearing like the twenty not even twenty twenty jingle anymore. We like hearing like the the machinations behind yeah. the scenes, WFAN stuff. It's like people just, have those noise machines they sleep with. Yeah. Yeah, you you just ridiculous. really need well you should I mean you could actually you could probably put on like a Mike and the Matter episode from uh from I don't know nineteen ninety seven or something and be just fine listening to that as background noise. True. True. Without, I feel like I'm in I'm in touch though with what's going on when I'm listening to Oh you are okay. Upper, so you yeah. do you, you do are paying attention. It's not just actually like white noise. Yeah, if you have to leave your desk for five minutes, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, I have to rewind and see. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. BT Sal and Ron Kakama yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just like it, you could just tell, like whoever's running that station now, this doofus from Philadelphia. Oh, what's his name? Spike Eskin. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally. I never thought I'd miss Cherney, but <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely like telling these guys. That, I mean, I I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm not in the radio business, but. You know, all these shows they talk about like uh, they have like pre-show meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it a pre-show meeting shouldn't be longer than like five minutes. Like you're just talking sports. All right, this is what we're going to lead with. Yeah, exactly. There, there should not. It should not be that structured. Well, I know. I think like the morning show back in the day, kind of Al Hughes would have just a list of topics. Like, all right, we're on for four hours. Like, yeah. Start here, and then if we get all the way down here, great. If not, we'll just you know we'll end where we end. But it's just like just to keep things moving. You know, here's what we're going to talk about today. If something gets stale, like here's five other yeah. things we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it should be. Instead of just, and I, I'm I'm telling you right now, we have we haven't really gotten into football yet. We'll, we'll get into it more mm-hmm. in the second half because that's yep. what our structure says in our pre-show meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but. Uh, I can't wait for this Jets Giants game to end because I'm just I'm so sick of these fucking doofuses on the fan trying to make this out to be some rivalry. They play once every four years and really no, I don't even think Jets and Giants fans really give a shit. I just want to win. It, it's a game on the schedule. Like yeah, there's a little bit of bragging rights involved, but I I I I'm not gonna like make I'm not gonna text all my Jets friends if the Giants win, and I don't expect to get. My wonder. I'll let you know. But I, I think it's it's easily if you look at the four major sports, New York teams, 
Yeah. It's easily four out of four when it comes to rivalries. Yankees Mets. Yankees Mets Yankees Mets play each other every year now. Yeah. Islanders Rangers is pretty heated. Devils Rangers. Devils Rangers very heated. Uh Knicks Nets. Knicks Nets are at least in the same division. <laughs> there's some bad blood there though. I mean, that's it's not it's not that intense, but that's probably third. They've played in the playoffs a couple of times. Yeah, Tim Thomas. It's still probably third after after hockey and uh, baseball. Hockey might be number one. I think Rangers Islanders might be number one. Rangers Devils, maybe. I think Rangers Islanders might be number one. Rangers Islanders, Rangers Devils. One, yeah. one of those. Yes. Yeah. I would say the hockey. Yeah, for sure. This is not. And then, this is not, and then Mets Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, they're not in the same division. It's just, it's not they're they're hardly ever good at the same time or like playing when they're both good. Like I think the Victor Cruz game might have been like the best, like the most important Jets Giants game I can remember. Yeah, because that kind of eliminated the Jets, and then the Giants went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I might in the moment. Some- in the moment, we didn't know how big that necessarily was. I know Rex was talking shit before that game. He covered up the trophies. Oh right, 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 right. And, well, though, like, and four, four years and, later, that was kind of forgotten about. <laughs> like the Rex Ryan part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he I, was I, gone. I, I just, I just remember the Victor Cruz play was that was an that, that's basically why it was memorable. It's because that play was incredible, ninety whatever yards. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but it's not. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think the teams give a shit. And our our fans calling in, like talking shit about. They need to win this game. Not even talking shit, but like we need to win it. Uh, it's, it, it. I think it's more the hosts, but the hosts, you know, kind of spawn the callers. They kind of, you know, give them ammunition and get them riled up. It's not that, which isn't that hard. Well, I think it, I think this game would be is an important game. Just falls in the right place on the schedule because because a win for either team kind of sets them up for the weeks to come. Like a win for the Jets kind of puts them. They'll be four and three. If yeah. they win, so they got a winning record. You could start talking about thinking about the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers will be back around Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and so that that's big for them. And the Giants, um, coming off uh, their uh, well, Jesus, where were they? I they're the they, two and five. They it's just it, it sets them up because then they is they played Buffalo tough. Um, they beat Washington. And then if they win, then it's like Tyrod or Daniel. And then it's like, well, the defense is playing better, so they could lean on this. So if Daniel Jones comes back, they don't have to rely on him as much. The defense is stepping up. Maybe they can go on a little bit of a run here. Um, Because they have Dallas after, right, I think. And it's like if they can beat Dallas, then that's, you know, that's even bigger. That's It's more important. So if you beat the Jets, it's kind of like the first-level boss and then Dallas being the second-level boss. I think that's what their schedule is. And – it's, it's it just kind of sets them up and they're starting to feel better, right? Their record's not going to be great, but at least that that like a, it adds on to the momentum that they're starting to build. So I think it's an important game on the on the schedule, just where they are record wise. So maybe that's the only thing that really gets a little juice to this. Yeah, but I mean, both teams are kind of at a crossroads. They're very mediocre. Uh, the Giants are probably bad, but like they could put together two in a row if they win this one. Yep. I just don't. I can't remember a Jets Giants game where both teams were good, like six and one versus five and two, or something like that. I th- hey, that that happens. I don't recall. Like it is. You're right. I mean, it's so rare. 
and in every other every other rivalry in New York and in the other sports. I mean, we've seen a World Series with the Yankees. We've seen literally playoff matchups in the other three, whereas Jets Giants, it would obviously have to be a Super Bowl. And otherwise, they just play once every four years and in the preseason. It's like it's such a fabricated but rivalry if, that but these even, guys are trying to push down people's throats. It's I, but, I don't know. But, but here's the thing, like Rangers Islanders, no matter what their records are, it's always like the crowds are always fired up for it. Knicks, yeah, right. And they play every year, though, multiple yeah. games a year. And Nick's Nets, I feel like if one team's good, one team's bad, one like fan base kind of checks out if they're, if their team's bad. I don't think they're as invested in those games. They play four times a year. I don't think they're invested in those games if their team's bad. Oh, well, all right. Maybe we'll have to keep an eye on the crowd this this week then. I can't remember a crowd, a, a Jets-Giants crowd, where I was like, oh, remember that crowd? I really can't. Yeah. I don't either. Who's a home Who's the home team this week, Giants? I think it is the Giants. Oh, let me see. Nope. So you figure it'll be – it probably doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's – it's the Giants season ticket holders, but that, that doesn't really. Yeah, giant, I mean, there's going to be plenty of Jets fans in the building. Yeah, it won't be 50-50, but you're going to get a, a, a good number. I wonder what the crowd's going to be like. Will there be any viral brawls on well, Twitter? Pro- yeah, probably. But, you know, Giants crowds are pretty tame to begin with. Giants crowds aren't rowdy to begin with. Especially yeah, Jets, of, Jets fans are a little – yeah, Jets fans are a little – a little more rowdy. Yeah. So I mean, it, I don't know. One o'clock on Sunday. I don't. What, hardly do you ever talk about a one o'clock on Sunday game having a great crowd. No. No, I would say it's usually reserved for primetime games, like this yeah. Bills game. Primetime games, playoff games. That's pretty. That's really it. Snow games, snowballs, snow, snow games. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, that's that's not, that's the other thing too is because it's they flip flop every few years and then one team's a home team. There's no there's like no feel to it. Like there's not really a feel to the Giants Jets game. Like you can't like put a an emotion or any kind of adjective on it other than, you know other than it it just happens. It just exists. Yeah, it just is. It's a game on the schedule. Like I said, that's the first thing I said. I think was this is a game on the schedule. You got to go out and win it. Yeah, it's just yeah. something for the papers to talk about, and something for the. I mean, if you go out and get whatever. You go out and get get embarrassed. You're not going to like it. You got embarrassed on opening night by the Cowboys. You didn't like that. Don't go out and get embarrassed by the Jets. Like nobody's going to remember right. it in two weeks, but don't do it. No, you still don't no. want. You still want to talk about it for a, you know a, a day or two after it happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have your own, you have your own rivals in your own division too. So it's like, I hate, yeah, I, I dislike every NFC's team exponentially more than I dislike the Jets. I don't really even dislike the Jets. I like when the Jets are good. I don't root for them. You just want to see like the 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 rug pulled out from under them. <laughs> <sighs> it is entertaining, but it's it's just better. It's better when they're good because I mean, these are the games we have. In, in the area, like just the games they get on TV. If the Jets are good, I'd rather see. I'd, you know, the Giants are bad. I could flip over and watch the Jets and see what what they're doing on their way to the playoffs or something. Are the Jets good? Uh, no, probably not. I mean, their their defense is good. That's been that's known. 
but their offense is kind of just it is where it is without Rodgers. They, they have weapons. Are um, they good minus the quarterback? Are they really good minus the quarterback? Not really good. No, I don't. I didn't think they're really good coming into the season. I thought they. I thought they were a couple games over five hundred. I think that's what I said. Like a like a nine ten win team. Yeah, ten probably at the most. Yeah. So I don't think they were destined they to po- be. Let's say Rodgers doesn't come back. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think he's going to. Until the the playoffs. Yeah, until the playoffs. Well, that that leads into my question. Are they they a playoff team? Could they get in? Let me see. Okay, so the Giants this weekend, they're three and three. Chargers, Raiders, Bills, they could very easily go two and one through those. Dolphins, Falcons, Texans, they they could go two and one through those. Dolphins, Commanders, Browns, they could go two and one through those. Patriots. Yeah, they can they can absolutely make the playoffs. The schedule, right? They've they've really gotten through the tough part of their schedule. Yeah. Chiefs, uh, you know, was it Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, Eagles in there? The only problem with that is when, like, yes, you look at that, like Falcons, sure, uh, uh, Raiders, sure, but like when Zach Wilson's your quarterback, I think you could lose to anybody. Yeah, no, I mean, I chalked up. I talked about the Chargers as a win there. It's not necessarily true. Chargers can beat them, right? So it's not it, no, not, not no. I'm Washington, saying it's, Washington could beat them. It's 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 possible. I'm saying it's not. I would say it's likely, not very very likely, but I would say it's likely they're, they're a playoff team. But of course, of course, I mean Zach Wilson's a, a wild card. You don't know what they got. You don't know what he's gonna gonna do. You don't know where, where he's gonna cough it up at the wrong time. Spent his bye week in Utah. I don't know what's going on there. Oh yeah, skiing. Yeah, he's soaking it in. <laughs> soaking in the snow. <laughs> Is that really what he did? Was there that was in the that was like what they were talking about? I think that was yeah with his girlfriend, his family. I think his family lives there, right? Isn't he a Mormon? Right. Yeah. Quite at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think he went there with his with his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, that's nice. Get get away. I, you know, maybe sometimes you got to do that. Reset, go home, be with the family, go back out and play some football. Yeah, no, it's and you can never and you can never get killed for that. If you come back and have a terrible game, you can't be like, "Oh, you spent it with your family last week." Nobody's going to say that. Practicing, should have been, should been watching that all twenty-two. Well, you should break down that game. I hope he brought. I hope you. I mean, he's got an iPad, right? I'm sure somebody sent it to him. <laughs> You can still watch it. Still put the work in. Yeah. I thought about making I thought about putting Jets Giants into my picks, but it's just it's not gonna make the cut. I'd assume you picked the Giants. Uh I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're three and a half point <laughs> or two and a half point underdogs. I think it's a full three. I got it for I got two and I just put this I just did this right before the show. I had it oh. DraftKings had Jets two and a half. Oh, it's on the two and a half. Too unpredictable of a game. Yeah. Too unpredictable. I have no idea. Tyrod's playing? I think so, yeah. One more time. Have have they been that much better with Tyrod? Because that's another thing I the, keep hearing on talk radio. 
the defense has been has played better. Tyrod Tyrod's a little bit is a different quarterback than Jones. I'm not sitting like I I don't like Dan Jones. So like I'm not here. I'm not going to defend the guy. Ty, Tyrod is just as he's just as good as Daniel Jones in my opinion. I'm not going to say he's better. Uh, he's just as capable of leading that team as Jones. I'm just the meat and potatoes guy. Like I'm looking at the final scores and I'm seeing nine <laughs> points against nine points against the Bills and fourteen against Washington. And I'm like, all right, let's calm down a little bit. All right, so go, so go to the games before that Jones had. What kind of, how many points did he put up? How many points did he put up? All right, not not great. Three against Seattle, zero against Dallas. Nice second half against Arizona. Right. So like, like I said, he's just as good as he's he can do the same amount that Jones can. He poisoned you guys. He set the bar so low that you're like, Tyrod Taylor, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at this guy. He scored a touchdown. <laughs> no, no, but that's – I don't – I don't I, – so Tyrod. both guys were healthy. Clean bill of health, both guys tomorrow. <laughs> who are you starting against the Jets Sunday? Uh, who do I trust? Well, I mean, my, my answer is Jones, but that's just because you just here, paid the guy. You got to figure out. If yeah, that's right. The, I'm I'm going like not. I'm trying to take all that kind of noise out of there. Just kind of going on skill. But yeah, obviously you got to go with the guy that's your guy. Uh, but <laughs> who am I? Who would I be more comfortable with in a game? It's a crazy question because you're trying to win one game. game. Yeah, you're trying to win one game. On Sunday, yeah. I, the thing is, like, I wondered. I'm wondering now if last year was a little bit of an outlier. Cut down the mistakes, wasn't as, and but then also the two games since he's he's been out, the defense has played significantly better, and kept him in games, made plays, a lot of sacks, rushing a quarterback a lot. So it's been a, they've they've had different field positions, stuff like that. It's um, I always like Tyrod as a backup. Yeah. Uh, if I had to win one, yeah, I, I got to go with Jones. This is a have to go with Jones. I think you have to go with Jones. He did, it doesn't even matter. Sk- He's not even playing, sk- so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I, I do believe that Tyrod's at, at very close to being at least as equal competency-wise. Competency yeah, I, I could see that. I'm, I don't not, think I'm definitely not debating that. It's not, yeah, to, it's not like it's uh, like Brady to – Hoyer, right? The Hoyer, yep. the Hoyer's backup. Yeah, at some point, he was, he was, yeah. and now so, Hoyer's Jimmy G's backup. He's yeah. forty years old, still backing up, <laughs> still, still backing up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not like that drastic of a drop off. Is my point? No. Okay. Um, uh, and if the team around him is playing good, you're gonna get you know a decent. I mean, you can make cases against both of them too. G- Jones is problems this year and like Tyrod's play calling against the Bills or whatever like you know that kind of like the all the way clock the management run, clock management right so yeah it, but it's not a it's it's not a co- quarterback controversy so to speak which I'm sure people are trying to make it out to be yeah I don't know it's definitely not a quarterback controversy yeah. you can't hit your wagon to Tyrod Taylor that's crazy People just don't like Jones. Like I don't like Jones, but like I'm also trying to think rationally about it. People just don't like Jones, and we'll just do whatever they can to throw him to the the wood. Right. Well, if you don't like Jones, then it's like, all right, we, you got to get your new quarterback like next year. Then 
Yeah, it's not it's not Tyrod Taylor. No, right. Then you then you want Tyrod to start so you can end up with a high draft pick and get your yeah. next quarterback. Tommy DeVito to start. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's Jets Giants breakdown. Yeah, geez, I was supposed to be in our second. So much for the notes we had. Gee, we're supposed to <laughs> go off those notes. What'd you do? Oh man, called an audible. Yeah, <laughs> good clock management, though. Better clock management. Uh, 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 well, well, Dusty retired. We can talk about Dusty for a second. Uh, this, yeah. I, I don't, I don't often use the term that now I feel old, mm-hmm. but Dusty Baker started managing in the big leagues in 1993 and he was 44 years old, two years older than three years older than me. I just gave myself an extra year. Three uh, years old. Giants? Giants. First yeah. team? Three okay. years older than me. And now he retires 26 years later, he's 74 and he retired. Like I remember him coaching the Giants. Of course, I mean, you know, uh, and, uh, and even me, if you don't remember '93, I mean, I'm sure people remember '02, the World Series. Right. So then he was there for ten years. Uh, so he's fifty. He's fifty-three when he left, and he, I mean, then he seemed like an old man then to me. Oh yeah, for sure. So now, so now, me being that close in age to when he started, that I actually felt old for a second when I looked back at his. At his like man, so he started at forty four and he's seventy four now. Seventy six. He's seventy six now. Yeah. She's okay. Oh no, he is seventy four. My mistake. Twenty six years, seventy four years old. Okay. And he went. He went Giants. He go Giants, Reds, Nationals. You missed one. Cubs. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. He went right to the Cubs after O two. That's yep. right, because he had the he had the bad loss in 02 where they blew the five nothing lead in game six. <laughs> and then he goes right to the Cubs in 03 and has a terrible the Bartman game. Yeah. Yeah, he was a tor I mean, man. You want to talk about a tortured existence up until last year when he finally won. He was also on that Reds team who lost the first round series to the Giants. They were up two O, lost three in a row. Mm-hmm. Nationals, I'm sh- was he the was he the manager the year they shut down Strasburg? I can't remember. If that he was Raymond Davy. He was only there for two years. What years Six, was it? Sixteen and seventeen. Okay, that was after that. Then it was right, and then they won right after he left, and then he finally got his ring last year with the Astros. Uh, He'll probably what, get to the Hall of Fame. Do you, Do you think he would have got a Hall of Fame without that ring? I don't think so. As a manager. He has pretty good numbers. Is Buck getting in the Hall of Fame? Uh, probably not. I think Dusty had a, Dusty, had a de- Dusty also had a decent playing career. Which Buck doesn't have. I, at some point, I feel like it turned and he was going to be in no matter what. I don't know when that was. And the World Series yeah. sealed it. No, yeah, the World Series definitely sealed it. I don't know uh, would he have gotten in without that World Series ring. I'd have to look and see like managers that are in that don't have a ring. Just go by. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, just go by you. Do you think you need to have a World Series to be in as a manager? I do. I feel like yes. I think he did. Okay. 
I think that makes I, sense. I, 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 think probably, I, I probably wouldn't have put him in. He had, I know it's not fair, but like he had so many bad losses in big spots, like so many horrific, I, legendary I I, losses. I think that's totally fair to, to think that you need to have the hardware to get in. Otherwise, you would have just had th- three three pennants, including if you want to include that World Series year. He would have had what? Oh two. Oh two with the Giants. That would have uh, been it though. He, he because the Cubs he never made it with. The Reds he never made it with. Yeah, no, then the Astros twice in the World Series. Like I say, he lost the World Series two two years ago. Oh uh, or last year. I oh, mean. I forgot he was I forgot he was um Oh, so like a good what if is what if they had lost to the Phillies last year? Because then that would have been three pennants, no rings. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I, I I feel like at some point it turned for him, but I know I know like the, the World Series made it easier on everybody who's got to vote for him. Actually, I don't know how managers work; they vote for him all up, but now he's like 100% veterans in. committee probably. Yeah, now he's one hundred percent in. He's one hundred percent in. Yeah, correct. I I he's got a ton I'm of wins. Ton know, of- I'm curious to know how many managers are in the Hall of Fame without a without a ring because this seems like. It seems like something – I don't want to make a cross-sport reference, but like Marty Schottenheimer and like Marv – I think Marv Levy got in the Hall of Fame. I remember Mad Dog yelling about that. But like it seems like something – it almost seems like a prerequisite to get into the Hall of Fame in baseball. Uh, Dusty's 10th on the all-time list wins. Okay. Who, who's ahead of him? Uh, we'll have to take a quick break and come back okay. with the list. All right. All right. Continuing going off script tonight, we'll start with baseball, the second half. Uh, I was misinformed. Actually, Dusty's seventh on the all time wins list. Yes. Um, Every manager ahead of him is in the Hall of Fame. And the next, everybody below him to the 14th is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, That's not still coaching. But Gene uh, Mock is the guy. Gene Mock, right. 1902 wins, not in the hall. He's also got a losing record. There are some guys in there. I mean, Connie Mack has a losing record. He's number one. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, Bruce Bochy, still managing, has a losing record. Yeah, he's I, getting in. We know I, he's going to Hall of yeah. Fame. So, yeah, it's, it's Connie Mack, Tony La Russa, John McGraw, Bobby Cox, Joe Torrey, Sparky Anderson, all ahead of Dusty, and they're all in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, Connie Mack does have a losing record, but he did win almost 1,000 games more than the second <laughs> than the second most. Yeah, and five World Series, yeah. nine pennants. Yeah, and he's obviously like a prototype just baseball figure. Right. Uh, from 1894 to 1950. He coached for... Forever. 50, 53 years managing. Forever he managed. No Isn't one's touching it? that record. That's like Cy Young win total. Yeah, that's um Baron Boone might touch it, actually. We might see Aaron well, Boone 53 years at the Yanks. He got a little bit too late of a start. Doesn't that doesn't matter. They'll they'll <laughs> fucking cart him out there until they'll have him on ventilators out there. They don't care. Yeah. He's not really doing any managing anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just this is gonna be sitting there ringing the bell like yeah, Hector Salamanca. It'll be an iPad though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, what? 
would he have gone the way of Gene Mock? I don't think so. I think he's so. I think he's so well respected and so well liked around baseball. I think he would have been in no matter what. At some point, I don't know where it turned. What if? What if he never came back with the Astros? Uh let's see. Where where was where did he stand after? He that? would have had one World Series appearance. Oh, one World Series appearance, and you know a few hundred less wins, I guess. I I'm gonna say I'll give him a seventy percent chance because again, for the same reasons, he's he's well liked. He had a decent ball playing career. I think it's, that ball playing career, not great, might help a guy like that get in. Like, it's, do it's they factor that in though? I think they do. Just like a, he might not. Yeah, I think they do think about that because he's been that he's been in the game for so long. And I think yeah. I think that, and he was decent. He wasn't, you know, a couple of time all star, a World Series as a player. So it's like that's like a little bit of just sugar to sweeten up the dusty resume trail. Yeah, but then uh, resume <laughs> sweeten up the trail with dusty trail mix. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, moot, not saying, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Was that? Yeah, he's it's in. It's a now, moot for sure. point yeah. now. He's in. Yeah. And by the way, when I was, when we took a break, I found out that uh, there was a WFN host who said that Zach Wilson was a disgrace over his vacation with his girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Do you know who? Do you want to take a guess who the host was that called him a disgrace? It's, uh, Giannotti. No. Sean uh, Rash. Oh, well, he's not okay. He's not really a host. He's he's kind of like know. just chimes in. I know it's crazy. If you ever see this guy, like this guy, looks like a disgrace. <laughs> like, come on, Rash. That's why there's like the, the advent of the cell phone camera murdered everybody that should be that's in radio. Like, you could be in radio and be ugly for a long time. Now, if your face is everywhere, if you say something, this guy it's is true. Oh, come on, Marash. I, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a radio hot take. I actually think the afternoon show hasn't been terrible. The afternoon show, oh Tiki afternoon and Evan Drive, yeah. I haven't listened to them. I'm not a big Tiki fan. I'm just in general. It's also football season, which is like he could actually talk football. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I haven't really given it a shot, so I can't. I can't opine. It's, and I and like I'm. Bad. I'm. I'm well documented on where I stand on Evan. It's a dork that he's a he's a decent listen. I like. I kind of like him when he's on his own. Believe it or not, because he yeah. kind of just sticks to sports, doesn't try and do anything that he's not. Yeah, that's when he really falls. He really takes a he really takes a splat when he when tries to like be a human being. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's like a robot malfunction. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like I, who are you trying to fool? I don't really want to hear Evan get angry or like complaining. I just want I, just just the facts, Evan. Like that's what he's yeah. good at. To me, that's what he's good at. Which yeah, is fine. Stick, which which is sat, like, which is the Saturday. <laughs> Shut up and dribble, Evan. 
yeah. <laughs> but like, does he still do Saturday mornings? I haven't listened in a while. Joe B does Saturday mornings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's, I'd heard it maybe a month ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, which is, that's good. Joe B Saturday mornings is good. Yeah. But Evan, but Evan, I, that's probably when Evan was at his best. What, or just, or just him and Joe. That's probably where he's at his best. Like well, that's, the, that's the best midday show they, that show that uh, station's ever seen. Better than the sweater and the schmoozer. Yeah, <laughs> and sit and sit and Joe didn't have a long enough shelf life. That was pretty good, but yeah, Sid was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the field issues derailed Sid. <laughs> yeah, once promising career. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, but I, yeah, we'll see if you if you change your tune in uh, April and May. Probably. <laughs> when did the, when did the show start? That was over the summer. Yeah, I think they kind of did it like through August or through like so, July. Yeah. August. I think when they started this whole like rolling changes for these guys. He's so, into football season. Yeah, yeah. no, it'll it'll it won't be great. On uh, I, I wish these guys would like. And I, I know you're doing a you're doing a uh, a local a local show. Yeah, I just feel like the the talent on the station now they're not really capable of breaking down anything outside of New York. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. I, I don't think they're really. Maybe Mike and Dog just ruined it because those guys were like walking, talking encyclopedias. I don't think these guys know as much. They probably don't, and I wonder if that's by design. I I wonder if it's what they want because like talking about. I don't know the Milwaukee Bucks are talking about. Yeah, I pick pick another random team like that's not like the Cowboys or something. It's not going to garner any interest. Like they want every minute you're on the radio, you want it to be something that's garnering interest. It can't just be talking yeah. to talk about something's going on because it interests you, the host. It's going to interest the majority of these idiot listeners. Yeah, and when you're servicing the listeners. You're doing a disservice to the content of the show because you are limiting what you are what you can talk about just so they can be happy and engaged. And but and on the other hand, where you're coming from, if the host is any good, he can make anything interesting and important to the listener because you're listening. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if they end up going, if they if they go on a 15 minute rant about the Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, the defensive line. You know, if it's if they're good at it, they'll listen. People will be engaged in it because you because it is overkill sometimes. When it's like it's done with the fucking Jets again. It's August eleventh. Right. Why are we done with the fucking Jets? Like maybe maybe talk about the Phillies and how they're having a run. Maybe talk about you know, and and the and the Yankees are getting killed all the time. So you know, in, in August, I'm saying so. You're, talking, you're you're getting Yankee calls, getting crushed. You're getting optimistic Jets calls because of Rogers. Like, why not mix it up and give yourself some time to talk about what else is going around baseball? Right. Like, wouldn't Mike and Mike and Dog would talk about the World Series if there wasn't if the Yankees weren't in it? 100%. They would lead the show with that. Or like NBA Finals, they would lead with an NBA. I mean, you know, the New York team wasn't in it. Knicks weren't in it uh, half most of the time, and the Nets weren't in it most of the time. But like Lakers, Pistons, or something like they would lead a show with that. I'm sure they would. I'm sure maybe they lead with maybe lead with bait. I mean, it's, it's something might lead baseball, but they would spend a chunk on that. On well, the, that yeah, uh, it depends. On, well, that was also like a six-hour show. 
but it also yeah. depends on what happened, like what actually happened the day before. Like if I don't know, Clemens struck out thirteen guys or something and shut out, you know, the Red Sox, they they would leave with that. Doesn't matter what was going on in the NBA Finals if the Knicks weren't in it. And but they yeah. would get, but they would get to it and they would break it down a little bit and they would talk about it, and they would talk, you know, they would they, they would they would talk Rangers Diamondbacks. That was they would exactly yeah, they absolutely. would. So yeah, I don't, you're not here. You're not hearing that they weren't a national show, but they had an eye for what was going on national. They just covered everything. Yeah, covered a lot of ground. That's, which is amazing because now we have access to so much more content, yeah. and and now it's more localized. It's more uh, specialized. Whereas back then, you had to like, God, who knows how Mike and Dover watching all these fucking games, right? They probably now you were. Have, yeah. They probably were. They're probably reading papers. They're probably reading Sports Illustrated. They're probably you know early days of the internet going on ESPN.com, right. Or probably they had all the not sports packages. They probably had all the sports yeah. packages. So. This, yeah, I'm sure they had the packages. Somebody's probably printing out stuff from ESPN.com for them. They were not yeah. logging on and reading it. Right. Uh so yeah, I mean, I'm sure they I'm sure they did the homework. These guys probably just go home, open up a bag of Tostitos, and watch one game. Right. They watch like the Yankees or the Mets, and then they're like, all right, this is what we're talking about. And they 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 can't. They cannot branch out at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's disheartening. It is disheartening. It's like, come on, man. No but, sports. But also, maybe there's that's also because there is plenty of content for the wide world. Like, if you want content for the rest of the country, you can go listen to a podcast. You go listen to... You can, yeah. you can, you can find Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio on your phone. You can find Dallas Sports Talk Radio on your phone if you really wanted to. So maybe yeah, that's part could. of it. I don't know if that's part of it, but I don't know. I, I, I think also, in my opinion, WFN should be held to a higher standard because of where it started and what it was. You know, it shouldn't be it should be made at this regional only specialized hot take central talking the Jets through yeah. 65 days of the year. Yeah. The bottom line of this conversation has been long-winded and taught us anything it's that wfan stinks right now <laughs> it's fallen it's fallen off it's fallen off a lot it stinks right now it's, yeah, it's not great uh, i blame i blame him for bringing carton back that was stupid because carton's like the king of like you know too cool to fucking talk sports and it's like nah, that's what you turn the station into yeah uh, yeah. I guess the last time it was really good though was Boomer and Craig, Joe and Evan, Mike, like that. That yeah, that three. would be. And then yeah. just and then Summers was still on. Tony, uh, what's his name, was still on overnights. Tony Page, yeah. Tony Page. So I mean, you still had just guys that could just talk sports. Yeah, I mean, Tony Page talked about anything. Yeah. He was not the most exciting guy in the world, but he could talk about anything. Yeah, he'd have the to. Overnights. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was locked into boxing. It was, he was incredible. He'd have to. He'd be on after a World Series game between the Rangers and Diamondbacks. You yeah. Know, he'd, have, he'd have to mention it. Yep. Yeah, he'd have to open it because it just ended. He'd have to open yeah. it, I'm sure. Right. Yep. It was probably just on the fan. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's to the good old days. Yeah, seriously. 
Um, and who are we? Who are we? Just, we just we just we derailed our show to talk uh, Jets Giants early, right before we did football. <laughs> we even got well, it's the slow part of the week. I mean, but we, we did talk. We did we did talk Dusty. So no problems there. I watched a little NBA. I saw Wembayama's debut. Okay, I did. Well, those assholes couldn't talk about that today, I bet you. No, I'm sure. I, I even saw a little bit of Brandon Miller's debut with the Hornets. Scored 13 points. Okay. Number t- number two overall pick in the draft. He looked pretty good. Sean Marash does not know who that is, okay? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. These guys can't talk college basketball. Uh, which is insane, yeah. which is insane because if it's your job, like how do you how are you not locked into as much as possible? Yeah, you literally have an excuse if you're like a married dude. It's like I have to watch sports. Sorry, Sean, I don't know if Sean Marash is married or not. This is no. <laughs> That's just crushing Sean Marash. Like I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to pick Bobby Miller out of a fucking lineup. It's Sean. He spells his name like A U N. Yeah, Sean. Uh, the skateboarder. Yeah, Sean Sober. White. Yeah, the Red Tomato or whatever his nickname is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. On to week eight we go, Ant. Uh looks like you kind of caught your stride last week. You went three and oh. And week seven brings you to uh ten and eleven. Here you go. Here's your time to shine. I also maybe caught my stride getting one win and, and two last week. So I'll take one. The overall is not pretty. Five and sixteen. It's been a struggle through seven weeks. Easily my worst season uh to date. Uh, I'll try and turn it around this week, but as always, I will not as always, as always, because of how the season's gone, I will turn it over to you with your picks, your first pick for week eight. All right, first pick. Yeah, I'm trying to uh trying to get a little hot here, trying to figure out where I want to go. You know, is there like a little bit of system? You know, I want I don't want to repeat my mistakes. I want to try and figure out what I did last week and kind of stick with it. Um, so I think the best thing to do would be to take a team from last week, kind of ride them, try and get hot with one of those teams. You know, hopefully they, uh, so I'm going to go with the Steelers who I won with last week in, uh, in LA against the Rams. I'm going to take them here, getting two and a half at home against Jacksonville. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh has not been impressive. They are one of the least impressive four and two teams I can remember. Uh, but my God, I mean, we talked about TJ Watt, I think on Monday a little bit. They make impact plays that just, they figure out a way to win these games. You know, whether it was against Cleveland early in the season where Watt had a big strip sack in the fourth quarter. That game against the Ravens where they, they made some plays in the fourth quarter on defense and they had to bomb the pickings. Then last week, 9-3 at the half. I mean, just just very, like, uninspiring from the Steelers for, like, a half or even three quarters. But they just find a way. I kind of expect another one of those games this week. Lawrence is a little banged up, I think. Uh, the Steelers are home. Tomlin has an underdog. I, I keep hearing Tomlin has an underdog. That's when you bet him. So, all right, I see him as an underdog this week. I'll take him. Steelers plus two and a half. There you go. All right. Um, let's see my first pick I got a lot of big numbers so I don't love I gotta narrow it down to find the one I can 
two, uh, go with two big numbers that I like, which scares the shit out of me. But I'll go with this one. Miami historically has given New England fits. New England is coming off uh, an impressive, shocking win uh, against Buffalo. It was 15-10. Was that the final score of that game? 15-10. Uh, Miami is not going to score 10 points. They're not going to score 10 points at home. New England, I'm not buying any kind of resurgence from this team. Prior to that, they are one of the worst teams in the league. They're getting run all over by everybody in the league. Miami, we know what they can do. We know they're dangerous. We know their offense is potent, how many yards they put up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Miami's favored by nine here at home. When things were good for New England, Miami gave them fits in Miami. Uh, so I'm going with the Dolphins. Give me the fish, minus nine against the Pats. Okay. Yeah, I would check out that, that injury report on uh, tomorrow when the Dolphins come out because Tyreek's banged up, Waddle's banged up. Uh, they, I, Yeah, I'd be very discouraged if they lost either way to uh, New England. I doubt, though. I mean, just cover the nine for me. All right. All right. Game number I do. I do like two. how you're first, you first – you did my, one of my favorite moves, sorry to cut you off, in the first game uh-huh. when, you, when you picked your team – and I love it when, when we pick a team and it's like, not an impressive team, but and, <laughs> like, and we almost immediately talk ourselves out of the pick. Well, there's not, I mean, there's not many impressive teams. I feel like right now we're, we're in a state of limbo right now. True. That's true. A lot of bad quarterbacks, just a lot of mediocrity in the league. That is very true. Yeah. So let's find some more mediocrity here. Uh, okay, pick number two. Are we going to have to do a system play here? Is it gonna, okay. S- system play. I saw this stat uh, recently, I think right before we started recording. Uh, Mike Vrabel undefeated off of a bye. Wow. That's... Now – Quarterback is a little bit up in the air. I don't think Tannehill's playing. I think it's going to be maybe a Malik Willis, uh, Will Levis show. Okay. Uh, But I'm getting a full three, it looks like, in Tennessee. That's Uh, me three, yep. Yep, Desmond Ritter on the road. I don't love that. As much as I like this Falcons team, I think the quarterback holds them back a little bit. Now they're going on the road, uh, playing a team that's coming off of a bye. Arthur Smith could be in a little bit of uh, trouble for – the way they handled Bijan last week, there was a little shadiness. They didn't, you know, put him on the injury report. Um, so I'm going to take a chance with Vrabel coming off a bye. Titans aren't good, but uh, just fall inside the number. Titans plus three. Okay. Another home dog. Okay. Um, this one was tough. This one's tough to lock in, but I'm going to do it. Uh, Brock Purdy's in concussion protocol, might not play on Sunday. Uh, Niners are having a little bit of their their valley part of the season. They were like unstoppable prior, but now things are getting a little bit, uh, you know, since the Browns game have not looked as pretty, not as fluid. And now with Purdy out, uh, they have, or Purdy possibly out, they have Sam Darnold will be starting. They will get a real feel for if it's really Purdy. The system, Shanahan, like we'll get a real feel for what exactly is going on with what we see at a Donald on Sunday. Uh, with that, Cincinnati's going in there. They're four point underdogs. I think they'll, I think, and they're coming off a bye as well. 
I think they will play them tough. I think they'll play them close. Um, it could be a little bit of a gritty type game. I know the San Francisco defense can stand you up a little bit, uh, but since you will be ready, come off that bye, and I think they'll cover that four. So give me the Bengals plus four at a tough road opponent, the San Francisco 49ers. They love Darnold. Great. I mean, we had the pleasure of watching Darnold and hearing Sports Talk Radio talk about Darnold. So this is like the re- the real test of Shanahan to see if he could make. Well, it's I don't think it's a test of Shanahan so much as it's a test of like that's that system and how good how good is it? Like, is it really like is it is it really just a system? Is Purdy really just a product of that, or is he the real deal? Um, if Darrell comes out and is like seventeen of nineteen, two hundred and thirty yards or something, it's like. Two touchdowns. All right, maybe, maybe it's the system, right? But if okay. he comes out and he's Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold we know from New York and Carolina, it's like, hey, not a miracle worker. Okay, I thought about the Niners. Uh, I, I'm gonna hold off on the Niners. I thought about taking them. Burrow scares me a little bit. Darnold scares me a lot. <laughs> Um. All right, so if I'm not going to go Niners, where am I going for pick number three? Jets Giants is a no play. I'm going to go. Hang on, my fucking DraftKings. God damn it, not loading. <laughs> I had the lines up. It happens. I, I've been a constant. Um... Uh, what do you call it? A fender. It happens. You know, I thought about the, I thought about the commanders too, but um, that's uh, oh, they were so bad last week against the Giants. Cowboys could be in a little bit of a look ahead spot this week. Mm-hmm. They got a big game with Philly. Now they're coming off a bye, but they got a big game with Philly. I think the Eagles and Cowboys are going to be two popular teasers this week because they're both around six, six and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who's going to blow that up? Is it Washington? Is it the Rams? I give the Rams a better chance to blow that up. So I'm going to take the Rams getting six in Dallas. The Rams just haven't been able to put together 60 minutes for some reason. Like they play a good first half and then they, they who they play? Oh, Pittsburgh last week. They were up in the half and then they just, I don't know. And then the week before, or two weeks before against um, the Eagles, I, I had the Rams as a pick. They played a really good first half, and they got shut out in the second half. I don't know why they can't put it together. But this would be typical Cowboys. Uh, come out flat off of a bye, looking ahead to Philly. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams getting six. I love the kid, Puka, whatever his name is. Cup's healthy now. I think uh, I think the Rams are a potential seven seed in the NFC. I could see them pulling the outright upset. Dallas is going to head. Give me the Rams getting six. All right. Okay. All right. My final pick. I didn't want to pick two big numbers, but I just, uh, I feel best about this game, so I'm going to run with it. Uh, Monday night, Vegas visits Detroit. Detroit coming off uh, their worst game of the season by far, an absolute shellacking by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Raiders 
back in Detroit will be a nice get right spot for them. Uh, we know the Raiders got waxed by the Bears. Uh, they're they're having an ugly season, albeit up and down. They got they do have a few wins, but nothing pretty. And Detroit here, this is a superior team uh, going in a much different direction. Uh, I'm not concerned about them getting beat last week. The Ravens got out to a hot start, um, and sometimes games go off the rails, and there's no looking back, and you just have to turn the page. And when you turn the page and it's the Las Vegas Raiders coming to town, uh, you feel good about it. So give me Detroit, minus eight, taking care of business on a Monday night against Vegas. I almost took the Raiders. Ugh. Jimmy Jimmy G's not playing in that game? Uh, I don't believe he is playing. I think he's still out. If, if Jimmy G was playing in that game, I would take the Raiders getting eight. I think they're going to start the kiddo. They're not starting Brian Hoyer, which is, I like. Uh, I, I thought about the Raiders getting eight, but there's just a little bit of turmoil there, so I, I held off. Josh McDaniel's last game, maybe. Could be. Uh, Devontae Adams' last game as a Raider, maybe. Yeah, he's not thrilled. Yeah, there's there's a little there's too many red flags. That's why I didn't, I didn't go with it. I, I I have a strong belief in the Lions. I I just I. That's the team I'm going to back. Probably most the rest of the year. Sorry, I doubted them. I took them last week, and the Ravens just, you know, blew the doors off them. And that was it. All of a sudden, like it was one eleven on Sunday, and it was twenty four nothing. Yeah, it was crazy. It was that was just an ass kicking. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's the NFL. It happens. Sometimes you kind of yeah. get punched in the mouth. Uh, they just seem to be ready to get up. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Uh, so my picks, my I got two big numbers. Miami minus nine is asking for two and one. Miami minus nine, Cincinnati plus four, Detroit minus eight. That's my picks for the week. I got uh, Steelers plus two and a half. I have the Rams plus six and the Titans getting the full three. There you go. Three dogs. Um, all right. So tonight we have Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Uh, it looks like Tampa's driving for the back door right now. Oh, this fourth down now. Okay, it's fourth. Uh, so this fourth down play, we'll see if they the back door remains open or if yes, the back we'll door see. gets slammed shut. Fourth and ten, Baker in the shotgun timeout. Okay, so we'll see about that. Was it nine, nine and a half? Is that what it went off at? Nine and a half. Yeah, Todd Bowles has really put on a clinic tonight. Fifty yarder got blocked. Then he tried a fifty nine yarder at one point, or or he tried to draw him off sides. It hasn't been great. They've All had right. a couple moments here, the Bucks, where like if they had any balls, like going forward on fourth down a couple times at midfield, they could have made it a game, you know, because you're a fucking ten point underdog. But Todd Bowles, it's just like nah. <laughs> We're gonna play this like it's nineteen fifties, you know, ice bowl Packers Cowboys. Gonna play We're like gonna- a- Play like we're 10-point underdogs. Show the world yeah. why we're 10-point underdogs. Yes. All right, so we'll see. Uh, they're just huddling up. We'll see in a second. Philly, Washington. Yeah, I could see you taking Washington there. They played them tough in Philly a couple weeks ago. Beat them last year in Philly. That's kind of been like a little bit of their division nemesis. Like Washington gives them a tough game. Uh, for sure, yeah. Weird. It's kind of a weird week because every team's playing. Baker back to pass. Launches it towards the end zone. Oh, Mike Evans catches touchdown. And there you go, 244, and it is going to be a uh, seven-point difference after the extra point. 
Are they going for two? No, maybe they're going for two. Oh, wait a second. Why is he yelling? Under threw it. It went off the helmet of the of the defender. Mike Evans secured it. That's a hell of a catch. That pinball off his helmet. Um. So it looks like the back door will take. Did it? Uh, did they call him for the push off? Oh no, they didn't. Okay. All right, good. And they are going for two. Um. Yeah, and. Just, yeah, you're right. These two teams always kind of playing tight games, but who can trust Washington? Um, right, yeah. And it is a touchdown. It's like a perfect number for this game. If it went up, we got to eight, maybe you think about it, seven and a half, maybe think about it, but seven is a uh, ball breaker of a spread on this one. Uh, Miami, New England, we've covered Jets, Giants, Raiders, uh, Rams, Dallas, covered, well, I have to cover all these. Oh, yeah, every team plays. I was going to say every team plays. And Philly, Washington, Casey, Denver just played like two weeks ago, I feel like. Like this is just like a, it just happened both these games. Yeah, Casey Denver, you talk about. Yeah, and and Philly Washington. I feel like they just both games just happened. They did. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, weird scheduling thing there. Um, Minnesota. I've already come. I've already come to grips that Casey is going to probably just go to the Super Bowl. It's looking good. They're plus two ten, and I'm like, is what this the th- best number they're going to be at? And you think Kel- <laughs> you think Kelsey breaks up with her immediately after? Well, you know she's going to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, you can bet and, how many. T- you can bet how many times this year on screen. Yeah, that's going to be a bet. Yeah. So, like, I'm already, I'm already like, should we just take the Chiefs plus two ten to get out of the AFC? Probably. Who's going to be the one seed if it's not them? I don't. I don't. Th- I don't know. Right. It's going to be them, <laughs> and are they? Are they going to be? You're not going to get them at plus two ten getting going into the playoffs. No, no it's not going to be Miami. Too too tough. Buffalo, uh, I don't know. Buffalo can't put not. Tampa away. Yeah, it's probably Miami. Miami, Buffalo probably are just they're in a tough division. Can't see it dominates their division. Can't see. Yeah, they just yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe taking for the two ten. Uh, Minnesota goes to Green Bay. Minnesota's a point and a half favorite. This is a classic. Come let whatever you want to call it, letdown spot. Come back to earth spot for the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, if you it gun to my head, I'm I'm very stubborn because I hate this Packers team. I'll take the Vikings, but this has all the makings of a of a rough cousins game in Lambeau. If I had a guess, he probably doesn't have a great record in Lambeau. If I had a guess, like the Vikings being favored in Lambeau has happened like three or four times in the last 30 years of Marvin <laughs> Rogers. Yeah. Um this would show me something if the Vikings just took care of business, though, because they're them and the Rams. I think are in the running for that seventh seed. I could see I, even Vikings. You could make a case for the division too. Uh, you know, they're only two back in Detroit. Haven't played them yet, but uh, this would. Uh, there's a reason the Vikings didn't make my my cut as much as I don't like the pack. I mean, it's this scary trust, game. You just can't trust Minnesota ever. Even Short when you week. feel like, even when you feel like you trust them, you just can't trust them. Right. Uh, Houston at Carolina. Uh, Houston is a three and a half point favorite. Thought about taking Carolina. I'm like, they got to win a game at some point, right? They're not going to go out 17. This, this is my goal. Yeah, bad team matchup. Yeah, but I just, I didn't, uh, I didn't pull the trigger on them. I thought about it. Yeah, it's a matter of your, how high you are on CJ Stroud. 
and Houston, but I kind of agree. Right. Is Stroud gonna is Stroud gonna want to go make a statement because he was the number two pick to Young? Like I don't know. Yeah, I kinda... and what if the Texans are good? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a good spot. If you're gonna take Carolina, this is the game to do it. Uh New Orleans goes to Indy. New Orleans is a point favorite going to Indy. I go Colts. Yeah, I can't stand New Orleans. New Orleans is such a frustrating team. Fraudulent. They, they dink and dunk. I don't under, I don't understand the model of their offense at all. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like I thought it was just kind of like an anomaly that one game, but that's their actual offense. They don't throw, you know, they don't throw you know deep. Scare, the only thing that scares me about the, the Colts is Minshew last year for the Eagles went up against the Saints, and he was terrible. Yeah. That's, That's the only thing that scares me. I feel like this is a different Saints team, though. Yeah, I like the Colts. There's nothing scary about this Saints team. They're all it's, Thursday. it's Thursday. By Sunday morning, I might love the Colts, but I like them right now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we wait for the toast. Uh, Cleveland goes to Seattle. Seattle's a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This is going to be P.J. Walker probably. I think think they announced P.J., yeah. Yeah. You really don't want to take P.J. Walker on the road. No, you do not. That's a good call. But the Browns' defense – I know the Browns – it was weird. You know, Minshew lit him up last week. Uh, Did not expect a 39-38 game. I kind of want to take the Browns though, getting points with that defense. Defense DK, is DK playing? Uh, I think he's questionable. I think what he's going to play. I think he's going to play. It's not a bad spot. I think it's a nitty gritty type game. I don't think it's. I don't think Seattle's lighting it up. Right. It's just if you fall behind with PJ Walker, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. True. I don't. I don't think they will. Though. I don't think Seattle will, will, will have a gigantic lead in this game. And Gino hasn't been great. Like they're four and two. The team's yeah. not bad, but it's not like Gino's come back and been like incredible. He's been he's been okay. Yeah. Uh, KC at Denver. Kansas City's a touchdown favorite. Hard not to take the Chiefs, but there's something about Denver. I feel like that could hang around in this game. Yeah, you. I would never take Denver. I hate to say stay away because uh, you don't make money by staying away. So. This is just one of those games, right? Just you might just not want to touch it. So you, you don't want to take Denver. If you take KC and it's a Denver game, it's like, what the, what, like, why tonight? Like, why now? Yeah, it's a no play for me, but it's the slightest of leans to Denver. I just Ooh. can't help it. Denver at my high, I just can't help it. Uh, I, 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 I lean. Kansas when I won with them last week too, so it's like I'm feeling mm. like I'm feeling it a little bit. No, I, I wanted to ride. I wanted to ride a team from last week, and I I couldn't ride Denver when I saw they were playing the Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City's been covering a little more this year than usual, so that kind of narrative is tapering off. Right, uh, they're five and two against the spread. Baltimore's nine and a half point favorites at Arizona. I mean, is Baltimore going to have a letdown spot? I don't. I think Arizona. I think Arizona's come back down to earth in a big way. I don't think they're very good. Uh, I think Baltimore steamrolls them. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Cincinnati, San Fran, and then the last game uh, we didn't talk about is Chicago at the Chargers. Sunday yeah. night football. We did talk about Every, it. it was mentioned. Everyone could uh, everyone get a good night's sleep. No, <laughs> to, no World Series. Uh, that's it. That's a rough. That's a rough game. I don't know how you lay points. I don't know how you lay points with the Chargers like that, and I don't know how you bet the Bears. 
You got to catch you're up. Gonna, you're going to be you're going to be chasing, you know, not chasing points, but you're going to be chasing your bets from the, and yeah, that's that's the game. That's you crazy. Bet, I mean, if you bet Denver, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to figure out how to do this Chargers game. That's a horrible do or die game for the week. I mean, where do you go? You're taking the Bears back up, or you're taking you're playing nine points with the Chargers. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the first half. I'm looking at the first half uh, spread, going to bed at, at halftime, and see what I can do. Trying to just first try and half. try and win it every, just try and win it all back early, and then I can go. What's to bed the over under in that game? Uh, one second here. I've got a minute left on the clock. Let me check here. Over under. What What do you think it is? Forty eight and a half. Let's see, 48 and a half. It is 46 and a half. Okay. So first half, be... I'm going to say first half under, second half over. Okay. All right. There you go. There's your picks for Sunday Night Football. All right. Thanks, everybody, for spending time with us at Sunday Poor. We will be back on Monday. Till then, have a great weekend. Whatever bets yeah. it. And- Yes, we will see you guys on Monday for Raiders-Lions. Until then, peace. Peace.